Good afternoon, Packers fans. Welcome to your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on this Wednesday afternoon. The Packers formulating plans to put together a practice squad, which has mostly been assembled. Not quite done yet, but 12 members announced. Uh, The Packers also making a move in free agency almost immediately after cutdowns, bringing in uh, Ford, the safety from Jacksonville. And because of that, the corresponding move is bidding adieu to Micah Abernathy, which is really unfortunate for a guy who fought to make this roster after coming on very, very late. Hopefully, uh, we'll get him back on the practice squad tomorrow. Uh, He does have to pass through waivers, however, and you never know what might transpire. Good bet, though. Good chance that he'll be back. Hello to everybody in the comments section. Good to see everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Let's start with a quick shout out to our good friends over at Ticket King. That's right. Ticket King has been based in Wisconsin since 1992 and are staffed with experienced, friendly, and knowledgeable folks that can help you with anything Packers ticket related. They also partner with local Green Bay businesses for tailgates and bus transportation to the games. They are open on game day for last minute tickets, upgrades, and they even have a drive through window. You know the drill. You can use the Cheesehead TV app. Go to the schedule. Both home and away games, there are individualized links for every single game getting you back to Ticket King. You know you want to attend a Packers game this year, and you know what else you want to do, Packers fans? I know what you want to do. You want to hang out with us here at Cheesehead TV on the YouTube channel. You want to join the Carry the G Club. That's right. We're kicking off the 2022 season with a brand new way for Packers fans worldwide to hang out with us here at Cheesehead TV. It's called the Carry the G Club. Members get custom loyalty badges showing how long you've been a club member attached to your name in all of our live streams and YouTube comments. You get special Cheesehead TV emojis featuring Corey and myself and access to our weekly virtual happy hour to come hang out and talk Packers all year long. The latest one was last night. It was a lot of fun. Jump on board. You know you'll want to hang out with us here at Cheesehead TV. Joining the Carry the G Club is as easy as tapping that join button you see on YouTube in the desktop versions. Hello to everybody in the comments. So good to see you. So good to see you, TikTok. Hope you're doing well. 11 days. Let's go, says Chris. Thank you for the super chat, bud. 11 days. Can't believe it. Cannot believe it. Oh, TikTok. Starting with hard-hitting questions. Will we see Jenkins and Bakhtiari week one? Always in motion, the future. That's what Yoda said, right? Um, I'm saying probably not. I, I suspect we'll see... Jenkins, but not Bakhtiari, is what I'm guessing right now as we sit here. But that's just a guess. Uh, Wow, we got all sorts of super chats in here. Jack John, thanks for joining the Carry the G Club, buddy. Thanks for supporting the channel. Really appreciate it. What else we got in here, folks? Kyle, thank you for the super chat, bud. If Winfrey doesn't come back, thoughts on trying to get Smith-Marset? I remember a lot of people wanting him as an undrafted free agent out of Iowa a few years ago. Hope all is well. Thanks for all the work you do. Uh, Always a possibility. Never say never. But um, I think if they don't get Winfrey back, there's a good chance they just move on and stay in pat with what they have at the position and keep looking at other areas. Now, that said, you know, like I said, never say never. You never really know who's going to be on their board, who they're going to have liked coming out. Um, remember what we hear in the public or what we think as evaluators, what have you, draft nicks, etc., doesn't really correlate oftentimes to what the Packers are thinking or liking. Um, Chris, got you, buddy. Thank you so much. Spencer, thank you for the super chat. What beat writer are you going to be for Halloween? 
I love it. Um, I'm going to be Rob, and I'm going to shave my head. No, uh, funnily enough, Olive has had our Halloween outfits picked out now for, like, months. Months. And Olive is famous for switching, like, what she wants to be, like, every few weeks leading up to Halloween. Like, every weeks, sometimes days, she has a new idea. But this is the first time, first time in years, she has, like, known what she wants to be. And it's a tandem costume, me and her. And uh, she has not wavered. So my costume is all picked out and ready to go. Tommy wanted Jalen Regor. Can I, can I ask why? I saw somebody else on Twitter saying, like, oh, the Packers couldn't do that deal. Why? The Packers got what they need at wide receiver. They don't need to be giving up draft assets. Nah, man. Count me out. Be fun watching the uh, Packers DBs take him on, though, twice a year. Uh, Jeff, thanks for the super chat. Do you believe 12 was consulted about the roster this year? I'm ready for this thing to start. Let's light this candle. Uh, Jeff, yeah, Brian talked today, and he said that, you know, 12 is more involved now than he has been in the past, and that's pretty clear. I don't think he's sitting there giving his blessing or, like, being updated on every single move, but I do think he is in the loop communication-wise leading up to the actual maneuvers and you know the cuts and what have you um certainly his input is undoubtedly sought out and you know given so to speak um when it comes to the wide receiving group any of the skill position players probably the offensive line as well but for the overall makeup of the 53-man roster that's that's in brian's hands uh dustin thanks for the super chat vikings can sign every wide receiver and they'll still lose not too far off there buddy I like where your head's at. Do I think Crosby will have a good year? Ooh, Callum, that's a that's a really good question. I hope so. Hey, you gotta you gotta look at it and think. Okay, they've taken away every excuse now. Every single time throughout his illustrious career that Mason Crosby has been doubted or struggled and needed to bounce back, he absolutely has. And I have no reason to think that this year will be any different. He had a brutal season last year. There's no discounting it, no getting away from it. But I tend to think the man has responded every single time this challenge has been put in front of him, and I think he will again. So, yes, I think he will have a good year. <laughs> what is that? Do a kickflip. Uh, you must be on the wrong channel, sir. This is Cheesehead TV. Mm, what am I drinking? I am drinking beer. Mm beer let's go cheesehead tv on twitch what's up andy hand thanks for checking out the stream really appreciate it tkm thank you for the super chat does aaron Rodgers end up in the front office when he decides he has played enough oh hell no hell no nah man he's gonna be off living life and doing other things exploring other opportunities maybe he gets into some of the production stuff he talked about years ago but yeah nah no nah. he, he ain't he ain't going to be breaking down no tape of some D2 tight end. He's going to be in Peru, like, taking some illicit drug or something. No way. Legless, thanks for the super chat. Finally, a Patreon. And you announced it with a super chat. That's amazing. Thank you so much for the support. And thank you for supporting us on Patreon. I really, really appreciate it. We got Winfrey back on practice squad. I thought not officially. I know the Packers want him back, but he is not officially back yet. Um, I haven't seen any reporting around, you know, the conversations and the negotiations, but you have to think Winfrey is probably a bit like, okay, let's see if anybody else 
wants a little bite at the apple here, you know, considering that he's been in the program and been with the team for three years and now it's unceremoniously cut on cut down day. I wouldn't be surprised if he and his agent are out there, you know, taking calls from other teams or calling other teams and seeing if there's anybody with interest. So, I mean, he did pass through waivers and no one claimed him there. So I would suspect uh, he will hopefully be back on the Packers practice squad, but I don't think it's a foregone conclusion yet. They only announced 12 spots today. Um, Ahmed was not one of them. So I got to think that's another one. So that's 13 because he is reportedly on his way back. Um, so there's three spots available still. And Winfrey could be one of them. But we'll see. Uh, what's up, Dustin? How you doing, man? About to board a flight from Phoenix to the UP and we'll be crossing the border for some spotted cow upon arrival and enjoying Packer country. That's that's doing it right. That's carrying the G right there. Well done, Dustin. Spencer, thank you for the super chat. Nick Perry, BJ Raji, Eddie Lacey, and other. Rank the potential interviews in your mind. Well, Raji just has got to be number one just to talk about him stepping away from the game and kind of disappearing and pulling a Terrence Malick. You know, I I would love to talk to BJ. Um, Eddie then, and then Nick Perry. That would be That would be my ranking there, definitely. Speaking of a D2 tight end, Tyler Davis. Tyler Davis made it. Although Sal Canella, man, I thought he he uh he made a case for it there at the end, but no. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a natural herd. You say herd, I believe you mean herb. Not an illicit drug nags. Okay, thanks, buddy. I'm sure that's the only thing he was doing too. Come on now. He's down in Peru, my dude, my guy. Jeezy Baby, what's going on? Thanks for Super Chat. Do my eyes deceive me, or did Davis make the team? He did indeed, Jeezy. We are just talking about it. Uh-huh. Absolutely, he did. Look, do I think he covered himself in glory this preseason? Absolutely not. But he certainly uh, played better in practice than he did in those games. I think hopefully the games are an aberration, and we will see a much better version of Davis once the regular season begins my story and i'm ticking to it what are my thoughts on romeo dobbs legit talent will be in the mix early as far as part of the rotation i don't think he's going to get a ton of snaps early on i think they will lean heavily onto their you know veterans at that wide receiver group but rogers has talked about it man he's gonna have some special expectations for a rookie you know he has shown that he's got the talent and he's got the kind of football smarts to pick things up real quickly. As long as he's on the same page with Rodgers and company, the sky's the limit. Um, he's got to earn those opportunities. He's got to make the most of them when he gets them. But I'll be surprised if he isn't part of the regular rotation right away and doesn't you know, make a bid for much more playing time sooner rather than later. I just don't think there's any doubt you can deny that talent. Uh, thoughts on A.J. Dillon? Quadzilla is going to have a monster year. I talked to Ben Fennell about this on the um, latest Shameless Packers podcast on the Patreon page. Uh, we just talked about it this afternoon. It just went up. If you guys haven't checked it out, please do so. Lots of fun stuff there with with Ben. And he's talking like, I'm thinking, you know, let's use AJ as that battering ram between the tackles, really wear guys out and then unleash Aaron Jones on them, you know, when they're all tired and chasing and sucking wind. Uh, I think AJ is set to have a really big year. Um, and I think he's going to be a big part of this offense, no doubt. 
Well, what else we got? Uh, we got that. Corey Banky is texting me while I'm live. If there has ever been a, a more perfect example of how he doesn't watch my content, that that is it. Zane, thank you for the super chat. Is Robert Tunyon practicing again? Join late. My bad. He is Zane. He was taken off the PUP a couple weeks ago. Uh, but earlier this week, he was doing his first work with the team in team stuff, not just individual. And, you know, that's a big part of it, man. Getting him out there for week one is going to be a monster kind of boon, boost, what have you. That connection that he and Rodgers have, and I know he wasn't as productive as probably he would have hoped to be early on last year, but there were a lot of circumstances that led to that, mostly because, you know, they had a lot of inexperience playing at tackle. They had to help against a murderer's row of pass rushers. You know, he was in line a lot. He was being motioned in a lot and just not out on many routes, not as many as he had been in 2020. Man, you start looking at those last couple games prior to the injury, though, including that last game in Arizona, he was coming alive. And I think if they can get some of that from the get-go, especially now that Devontae Adams isn't in town, rekindling that connection, man, that's what it's going to be all about with Rodgers and Tunyon. And I think Tunyon sets up for a big, big year. No question about it. Now, the cautionary thing, of course, is always you never really know how guys are going to respond coming off a serious injury, especially a serious knee injury. Sometimes it does take, you know, basically half a year, maybe you know, like three fourths of the season to get fully back, to get completely 100%. Um, but he's moving well and he's looking good. And like I said, they're finally letting him go with the team. So it's looking good for week one. And I do think he and Aaron are going to put up some numbers. Crab cakes, what's up, man? Talk with Mike Wall about offensive lines. He explains well. I, you know, what's funny is I, last time I talked to Mike was here in New York City at a place that is no longer open called uh, the Coffee Shop, which shut down and became a bank now, that space, which is the most New York thing ever. Um, I was working at Bleacher Report and he was kind of re- helping represent a new app that w- they were trying to get off the ground. But I haven't talked to him since then. But I know he does stuff with Andy Herman. Um, Mike's a really smart guy. Really good dude. Obviously a Packers legend. Love Mike. Ryan, thanks again, bud. Do you think extending Bakhtiari was a mistake? And if he doesn't come back this year, that he's done? No, uh, on, for either of those questions. Um, you absolutely wanted him in the fold. And we all celebrated like school kids when he signed that extension because he was the best left tackle in the game. You can't control injuries. There's zero doubt that they, given everything they knew at the time, they would 100%, and they should 100% make that deal with Bakhtiar, extend him. Best guy, best player in the game at his position, uh, under contract for X number more years. Yeah, 1,000% you want that. Um, it's a freak injury, and it's frustrating, of course, that he hasn't been out there. But as I said on Twitter, there is nobody, not, not a single soul on this earth, no matter how frustrated you are, no one compares to the frustration Dave himself feels about not being out there. And as far as if he doesn't come back this year, that he's done, quote unquote. I mean, that really kind of def- depends on the definition of what back. You mean he doesn't play at all? Well, then I think you are talking about his long-term kind of prognosis. You know, at what is his future in football, let alone in Green Bay? But everything is pointing to he will be out there eventually. And once I once he is back out there, the only reason he'll be out there is because 
as he told me last year, Doc McKenzie said, we want you for three more years, not three more games. Everything they do is for the long-term benefit of not only the team, but the player himself. So no, I do not consider it a mistake at all. Not even close. Badger Trio, thanks for the Super Chat. Due to young wide receivers, I feel teams play the run more. It's a very good possibility, right, that they stack the box. But here's where you're probably going to run into trouble if you're a defense. You know, All you got to do is go back and watch the games where Devontae Adams was out these last three years when they devised game plans to get the ball to the running backs and the tight ends in the passing game or you know, had guys like Patrick um, out there. What was his name? I wanted to say Patrick Taylor, but that's the running back. Uh, Malik Taylor. You know, it was catching passes on that Monday night game against Atlanta or down in Houston. You know, those were the types of guys they were working with, and they were still scoring 30 points a game. So, yeah, I think there's a chance that the opposing defenses kind of, quote, load up against the run, but do so at your own peril. It's still Aaron Rodgers back there. It's still Matt LaFleur bringing up the game plan. You're still playing with fire. No doubt about it. Uh, Dustin, again, what's up, man? How does the cap work for a player who go right to IR? Uh, I'm not sure what you mean. Go right to IR. You mean before they make the 53-man roster? Or after? Um, Either way, um, really depends on the contract. Most of them are guaranteed for injury along some lines. A little bit more for veteran players, a little bit less for rookies and young guys, but um, the cap, the hit that you take is still the same. Uh, Englewood, thanks for the super chat. Have a beer on me for giving us Getsy. Thanks. <laughs> no problem, buddy. I'm all about your needs. Romeo Dobbs is going to have a monster year. TikTok loves Romeo Dobbs, man. I'm telling you. Evan says, main takeaway from the 53, Goody likes his draft picks. I'm here for it. Also, do you think Coach gets the recognition he deserves if he has another good if we have another good year for Coach of the Year? He absolutely should. He'll still be dismissed because he has Aaron Rodgers, which is ridiculous because he helped remake Aaron Rodgers, but it's always going to be something that discounts him in the eyes of the voters. But yes, a thousand percent he should be given more uh, consideration for that award if they do go on and win another 12, 13 games. No question about it. What else we got, folks? Killing Mond to Cleveland. Yeah, Ryan, I saw that. It's interesting. I mean, and the Bears. Talk about the Bears. You get, you're welcome for Getsy. I guess you need the help claiming six people. My Lord. I wonder if Ryan Poles is still talking to those people who called him on draft weekend and said, oh, wow, you're really impressed by all your draft picks. Like, those were guys we were going to take. It's the oldest trick in the book. Welcome to Welcome to the NFL. Uh, does a player who gets cut and management knows this, do they tell the player or is that forbidden? Jerry, I'm not quite sure what you're talking about as far as the timeline goes here. Um, you know, if you end practice and say you're out of the building and then you go home and they make the determination in a meeting that night, say, uh, you're, they're going to call, um, either the, the player directly to come in, bring the iPad, etc., or they're going to call the agent, but the communication will be direct. Like, it's not subterfuge. Riley, thanks for the super chat. 
As an old Dominion alumni, surprised and excited to see Fulham make the practice squad. Yeah, what about that, huh? This guy's had quite the journey, and it's crazy. He was super productive for like a five-week stretch that one year in Philadelphia. Um, yeah, I mean, guy who knows the system, right? Somebody you could call up if uh, injuries strike, if disaster happens at the position. Could do a lot worse. Physical guy. I like it. I don't, I don't hate it. Dustin, thanks for the super chat. Are you being Walter and Donnie for Halloween? <laughs> no. It's a good guess, though. I like it. Um, they fire him, but no one told him. <laughs> I like it. Thoughts on Goodson? Um, good to see. I'm glad to see him back on the practice squad. Not surprised that he didn't make the 53, but I do think he'll probably be called up, he and Taylor, at some point during that first month while Kylan Hill is out. I do think there's a good chance one of them is gone once Hill is back, but uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, no, Goodson definitely made a case for himself, showed that he knows what he can do with the ball in his hands. Got to work on pass pro, but that's the same for any young back. But excited, excited for him, excited to get his NFL journey underway, so to speak. Any chance we claim Boyle? No, not really. But, uh, you know, as Han Solo said, never tell me the odds. Sad to see Ty Summers go. Oh, Andrew, you're so sweet. Um, No. Look, I, I said it on, I think it was Happy Hour or maybe on Daily the other day. You know, I really appreciate everything Ty Summers did as a Packer. You get, you know, his first years as an NFL player under his belt as a seventh-round pick. Um, I think he did all he could do in a Packers uniform. He certainly gave them all he could at, on special teams. Was never really a guy that improved or developed significantly from scrimmage, which is undoubtedly why the Packers moved on. But, you know, they won games with him. You know, they won games with him on special teams. They won games with him when he had to come in as an injury substitute. Everyone remembers him kind of running all over the map in, in that Saints game a couple years ago when all the guys got hurt. But they won that game. And he made plays and he made tackles and he missed some tackles too. But, you know, he aided the cause. And as a seventh round pick, not a lot expected of the guy. You know, you appreciate it. You appreciate what he gave to the team. No doubt. Uh, Crab Cakes, what's up? Union Square Coffee Shop was great, as is the Shakespeare. That was the one. That was a thousand percent the one. Uh, spent Had many a first date at the uh, coffee shop back in the day. Oh, my favorite favorite moment at the coffee shop though was one night i think it was my first or second summer in the city i i was djing at bar 13 which is right off union square and i got done at like 4 4 30 in the morning and i'm walking back to the train and coffee shop is open and there's like three people deep on the sidewalk because the world cup was going on of course in some other part of the world where there's like a 4 5 a.m kickoff and the place was it, you would have thought it was like prime time it was the middle of the day or something because the place was absolutely packed. And I think Brazil was playing and because it was a Brazilian kind of run joint and the place was amazing. And I stayed there after I had DJed all night, stayed there and watched the match. And it was getting heaven and that place was great. Anthony, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, did you see the 49ers kept more running backs than wide receivers? Which MSC team do you think poses the biggest threat to the pack? 49ers are on the short list. And look, you know, as far as like the numbers go, it's all about what guys talk about every year. Like it's GMs talk about it at every press conference, right? It's about the best 53 and about the makeup of your team and your identity, right? We, we know how the 49ers utilize those backs and they love to run the football. 
You know, I'm not surprised in any way, shape, or form. And they're not a spread it around team. They don't have an Aaron Rodgers. They don't want to go five wide and, you know, let their quarterback go to work as far as picking out matchups, et cetera. That ain't their game. You know, I wish the Packers would do a little bit more of the 49ers kind of stuff, you know? Lots of power sets, lots of running, lots of play action off that run. That's that's the 49ers model. Um, other than, you know, the 49ers in the NFC, I think the Packers match up pretty damn well with everybody, whether it's the Cowboys, the Eagles are being talked about as some dream team all of a sudden, which I get. There's a lot of talent there, but I like the Packers' chances there. I think Tampa's tough. Tampa's going to be real tough. Of course, the one kind of asterisk they now have is their offensive line. And I really like the Packers' chances up front if they don't get that fixed. So, yeah, I think it, it'll be the usual suspects for the most part. Love the back and forth on Beer and Ball, Nags. That one-hour episode flew by. Thank you, Evan. Thanks for checking it out. Yeah, that's the whole reason Billy and I wanted to do it. Like, I'd only been on the radio with Billy a few times when he was subbing in for people. And I think it was this past draft where um, after the first day, I think it was, we did. I was scheduled to be on Drew and KB, and he was subbing. Um, or he just asked me, he might have just asked me to be on a, on a random time, but we were just talking ball and I was like, this is great. And so, you know, I just said, let's do a podcast. I, I, I thank you so much for checking it out. It's something that we really wanted to do. No one really pitched it to us. We were just like, let's do, let's do this. So really appreciate you checking it out, man. Um, I had a lot of fun talking ball with Billy. Dobbs or Lazard? Well, it depends on what the question is. Between the two. Uh, TikTok's obsessed with Dobbs. I love it, though. Um, Lazard will be the, quote, number one to start out with, and he'll have way more opportunities and possibilities. He'll undoubtedly be the number one guy in the progression more often than not for a lot of their earlier passing game stuff. Um, but there will be plenty of Dobbs. He will be sprinkled in. He will be part of the rotation, no doubt about it. Now, long-term ceiling? Give me Dobbs, 1,000%. But right now, with Aaron Rodgers' trust, knowing the offense, having those bank reps, it's Lazard. Not even a question. Riley, thanks again. What skills separate safety and corner, and why are players of those more so than anywhere else on the roster able to switch between the two positions? Well, I mean, you say that, but lots of guys can't. I mean, we've seen guys do it. Hell, we just watched um, uh, Razul Douglas play a little bit of free safety while Savage was out, right, in practice. And, you know, he did a little bit of that or a lot of that in college. It's not necessarily that it's, you know, real easy to jump between the two. There are some guys who have that ability. Um, you know, you think obviously Charles Woodson did it back in the day. Leroy Butler was a corner who moved to safety. Um, you know, a lot of it is the fluidity of the hips, your ability to turn and run. Not everybody's great at it. Um, and the best, obviously, are able to do both in regards to turning and running with a guy and sticking with him in man coverage and understanding route concepts and trees and being able to anticipate moves. Cause the best guys, the really, really good guys are like Jedi. I mean, you look at some of the coaches tape of Jair Alexander, he's making cuts with the wide receivers. That's a guy who's studied. That's a guy who knows not only the guy he's facing, but the offense he's playing in what his pre-snap tells are, how he's lined up in relation to the formation where his leverage is, is he inside or outside the hash? What does that portend to as far as what they're going to try to do with him? Are they going to try and run, you know, maybe a post fade or they're going to try and do a corner route? These are all the things that are going through your mind as a corner like that, you know, and not everybody can do that. 
and safeties, like you, 90% of the time, your eye is on the quarterback. You know, you're facing forward and you're got to keep your feet light and your lively legs in a way that, you, you know, you can't get caught flat footed. You can't get caught dead. You've got to be able to go sideline to sideline. You've got to be able to clean things up and you've got to stay, especially if they're the last man standing, deeper than the deepest guy. I mean, these are all things that, you know, it's not, it's just not as easy to just flip the switch and say, oh, we'll put this guy at corner. We'll put this guy at safety. Um, certainly, a lot goes into both. Seeker, thanks to Super Chat. What's the realistic expectations for Watson? 1,500 yards, 10 touchdowns? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, you know, I think got to be brought along slowly. The, the guy did not play a single snap in the preseason, and that's after missing most of camp. Um, the talent's undeniable. I think you'll see a smattering of uh, a smattering of targets maybe early on in the season. But hey, don't be don't be shocked if he's not even active for that first game. That's a possibility. Do I think it's a likelihood? No, but I also wouldn't be shocked if it happened. They're, they're going to bring him along slowly. They they've got an offense and they got games to win and they got guys that they trust and know and they got putting Dobbs out there. They got Amari Rogers in a second year. They've got younger guys that they've got to get up to speed and get going and get acclimated on, the, you know, get, who have gone through the entirety of camp, who have played in the preseason, you know, ready to operate and contribute right away. You know, I think Watson will come along, but he'll come along slowly. Uncultured, thanks for the super chat. I was happy for Abernathy, and then they dropped him for Rudy Ford. Not everyone can be a J. Ron Elliott, I guess. I feel you, man, but he could be back on the practice squad. Here's hoping. The next 24 hours, he doesn't get claimed. I got to suspect they're going to get him. They have spots open on the practice squad, most likely in hope of getting him back. That would be my – but I hear you, man. That's brutal, man. That's a gut punch, especially his last two tweets were, um, thanks, everyone, for the well wishes and the prayer. Like, I'm so happy, blah, blah, blah. And then the next tweet was like, it's a cold game, yo. <laughs> like, I felt – that's – Talk about a gut punch. It's the worst. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. (laughs) 